0: If the 2020 holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, make it worth the wait with Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks makes the perfect gift for family and friends, or to treat yourself, all shipped directly to your door. They offer everything needed to bring families together for a delicious holiday feast. Their deluxe grillers assortment package features Omaha Steaks butcher's cut filet mignons, perfectly aged, hand-carved, and fork tender. Also included are tons of incredible meats, sides, and infamous Omaha Steaks desserts. Right now, you can get this mouthwatering package plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer, a gift that's on the list of any serious griller, at an exclusive price only available to my listeners. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code VOICES into the search bar. Get a jump on holiday gift shopping with Omaha Steaks, all backed by their 100% money-back guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com and type VOICES in the search bar to shop gourmet grill packs today. This is a great opportunity to get ahead of holiday gift shopping and have a really great season. That's omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar.
1: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out,
2: here's Hal Sparks. Well, it's been... Quite a week. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, lots going on. Wow. Um, and uh, today's show is a special episode. This um, is going to reveal all the evil in our country. Okay, that was nice. super so loud. Um, and um, and I, you know, it's going to be a long show. Is that your cat in the background? Is the cat making up yep. I, I know your cat is a huge Twisted Sister fan, and Dee Snyder is going to be joining us excited. in the second hour. Um, I'm uh, fingers she's crossed. Her
3: twisted Sister patch ready to go. Look at that.
2: Nicely done. I have my. I literally got out my Twisted Sister t shirt and I was like, I'm going to look like too much of a suck up. And so I couldn't wear it today. So I'm just, I just okay, threw out I'll Twitch. suck up for you. Um, uh, and I, I'm waiting for him to open his own Twitch channel uh, where, you know, he and his kids game or whatever called uh, Twitched Sister or something like that. Oh, I there just think, you go. I'm just there you go. saying. Um, it's going to work. It's a possibility. Right there. And. Um, by hook or by crook, we may uh, um, have a uh, uh, another guest as well in the second half hour, but we'll also be taking your calls today. And welcome to the show. It's the House Park Radio Program Mega Worldwide. And we are, I guess, um, this, this is a week of dichotomies. This was the week where... Um, The worst winter storm was blowing across uh, Texas, wrecking the power grid. People are still without power. A lot of people are on a boil water alert with no water. And Ted Cruz decided that he was going to wrap the whole family up and take them on a, a Griswold
3: Mexican vacation and lied it's almost like he was fleeing to another country to get to better um, living conditions. That's right,
2: to save his family. It's, he was crossing the U.S.-Mexican border just to provide mm. for his family and make life better for them. Um, the irony is palpable. If And by the way, um, Mexico, when we send you our people, we're not sending our best. No, we are not sending our <laughs> we're best. We're not sending our best. No. Um, we, we, I, I would, uh, I'm a little mad... Honestly, if you'd have kept Ted, um, we we would have just written off the whole wall thing. You wouldn't have owed us another thing. You know what I mean? Oh, no, um, it has been I mean, that that tale, that walking into a rake by a major politician with dreams of running for office is one of the most extraordinary political um Mis- I, I would. I don't even want to call it a mistake because it wasn't a mistake. It was d- just
3: the blind spot that this guy must yeah, live he really in. Really thought that like, okay, I can do this, and here's why. Right. That's cool. And uh, so the so for those of you that didn't follow the
2: Ted Cruz lie storyline, uh, yeah, uh, story um, his it, photos appeared uh, from the night before. Of Ted Cruz arriving in Cancun, um, family in tow, wife nowhere near him. That was weird. Oh, no. So, you know, maybe she was getting the luggage. And uh, seemingly basically by himself, oddly enough, but allegedly with the family. Now maybe they're just not showing the family in the picture. I give him total credit. Wait for a second. Don't post any of the ones where his kids are in. I'm totally fine with that, even though he posts pictures of them. But whatever. If you're gonna, if the news was gonna do that, but the pictures leaked of um, of Tuesday night him flying into Cancun, and the next morning Twitter blew up and social media and the news, and it start, uh, as these pictures started to spread, and Ted. Um, booked a flight that morning after the firestorm at 6 a.m. and flew back that afternoon to Texas because he'd been caught. And then yeah. when he was interviewed about it, said that, you know, I flew down there just to drop off the, the, the family. And came right back because Texas is hurting right now. Texas is hurting. And um, lo and behold, we find out that his wife was on a a text tree with other rich relatives. She works at Goldman Sachs, by the way. Um, Just saying. For all the uh, Edward Snowden fans who said that the election between, uh, you know, the 2016 election was between Donald Trump and Goldman Sachs.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Anyways the so she was on a, a text tree with other families in the super rich neighborhood and they um according to ted cruz the girls wanted to take a trip his daughters and their and their girlfriends were cold they wanted to take a trip and he said sure and in hindsight He got on the... When he sat down on the plane in first class with a glass of wine in his hand, he had his second thoughts, you know, that he really should be there. And he didn't change his flight then. He didn't land and do it. He didn't react to those. He just stayed. He had those thoughts. He just did... He weighed them against the death and destruction that was going on in his own state and went, eh. And then the next morning... When the excrement hit the HVAC unit, he starts scrambling, buys a ticket, a last-minute ticket. It, it even showed somebody knew he was going to be leaving caught wind of the fact that he was you know they they posted a screenshot of the manifest yes and that he was on the upgrade list meaning that he couldn't buy his way into you know first or business class like he had on his Mm -hmm. flight down and and can you imagine he just bought the ticket a few minutes ago i know but can you imagine the nerve just that moment let's let's set all of it aside you've been caught flying to cancun During the worst winter storm in Texas, you know, in the last hundred years in Texas. I mean, it was bad in 2010. They've had some other times. This is not completely out of the blue. But it's the worst they've seen in a hundred years. You get caught flying to Cancun, and on the way back, you, you lie about having not just bought your flight. And you dare to try and get on the upgrade list. Like, think about what a complete creep. You and would have to so on brand. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like that moment where like I had some second thoughts about it, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. but not enough to make me go, you know what? Maybe I deserve to fly coach for this. And he's still in the front row of coach, like the picture of him, you know, there's like the business class. He's still got the yeah. extra. He's still got the, the jump. Um, just brutal. How in the world... Like, uh, and all along the way, all along the way, um, Ted Cruz has been, you know, the the lines that he's been feeding people that he, you know, just flew down there to drop them off.
3: That was the original story. Sure. I'm just going to... I'm just going to say... Um, There's no lie too dumb for him to not try. Right. It, it, there is... It,
2: let me let me tell you something. I, in my limited cable f- stardom, which is you know permeate and mega worldwide, and we know this. You know, um, it's it's shocking how many people know me and can spot me even wearing a mask with long hair. You know, you, you just get an idea of how the power of being on D- on Disney XD, but um, mm-hmm. and and VH1 nonstop for about five years, but. What I was once asked because of uh, Queers folk to come down and do a an event in Mexico City and because I'm known and because of some of the issues in Mexico they had they provided me with a with armed guards um throughout the whole trip and it was gnarly it was like the most extreme i, I mean I've traveled a lot of places overseas I've been you know through like Thailand, Cambodia, places like that. Never, never had full-on machine gun guards all the time to protect me from yes. kidnapping. Right. Never had to have a buyer for some event pay for kidnapping insurance. But that happened hmm. in Mexico. But, but we're supposed to believe that Ted Cruz, a sitting U.S. senator who's going to be running for president, was going to drop his unaccompanied minors off in Mexico and return? Now his wife isn't in the picture. She's allegedly with them now. Did she go with at the same time or did she fly ahead? And he joined them later. Did they send them off? And he was like, I'm going to catch a later flight because I can't get a business seat on the flight. We're all going or I can't be seen flying with all of you. I don't know what the reasoning is, but it's stunning. But the first story was he was going to fly down, drop them off and come right back. Um. The very fact that you're going to fly your children to Mexico for their own health and safety and then fly back as a modern Republican is in of itself insane and, and, and meme ready. It's perfect. It is. It's gorgeous. But the idea that you're just going to drop them off and come right back when everyone knows you were planning on staying through the weekend through Saturday, meaning that, you know, they were at least going to be there. You know, which means they were flying back Monday, but he didn't want to look like he was flying back on, quote, unquote, a work day. So they've been telling this story. Like, why do you come back Saturday? What, for church? Are you kidding me? Um, So uh, this story can never die. This needs because (laughs) every detail of it as it unfolds becomes more uh, of an indicator of Ted Cruz's character
3: and of the modern Republican Party. It's it, it is what's crazy <laughs> is that there haven't been enough of these already. I mean, he he reveals his cards right. at every turn. He can't every come. time. And, and it's
2: it, Ted Cruz is the new. There's always a tweet. Now, that tweet about him saying, you know, that I'll believe climate change when Texas uh, freezes over was a fake. It was you know, it's it's a fake tweet. But there's plenty of stuff where he's crapping on the governor of California and other states who need emergency. He voted against Sandy Relief. He voted against relief for the people, the victims of Hurricane Sandy, voted against it. And then when his own state was um, was needed help, he called. He got
3: a call. Oh, my God. Have you heard the meteorologist story? I don't think so. Oh, but we we also can't forget to talk about um, Donald Trump Jr. having his back.
2: Oh, we won't. That's that's coming up too. We got to take a break. The the Ted Cruz apologists are both next level, and thanks to Ted Cruz being continually the creep that he is, they all got hit with the same rake because they bought his first lie, covered yep. for him, and then he walked it back. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll be back right yes. after this. This is amazing, um, and uh, we have uh, a special guest in the next hour, Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister, who um, the you know. Of the three, he's the living uh, rock star that sat before Congress about the PMRC, and uh, he was—he he, was—I won't shut up and sing before that was even a thing. So, it's a fascinating aspect of you know of modern life in our current circumstance. We'll be talking to him in the next hour. Um, uh, we'll be back right after this. It's the Housemart Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. <laughs>
4: Now let's get back with Hell Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide.
2: We love you, Lady B, wherever you are. We hope you're warm, warm and safe. Is it cold there today,
3: Johnny? Yeah, it's it's cold. It, today's like the first warm up day. It's it's 22 today right oh. now where I am. Why are you is- not
2: in a speedo? I'm very disappointed. <laughs>
3: But well, it's, it's ten degrees warmer than the last time I ran, so I'm um, I'm gonna run after this in like 25 degree weather, and and I'm gonna be showing some skin. Is all I'm saying. All right, that's good. Yeah, um, my new pantsless running outfit. Great, finally. Um,
2: it, you It's the uh fart out- uh, outfit that uh <laughs> Howard Stern wore, right? That's what you jog oh, in, <laughs> right? Very flattering. It is. It is good. So um the you have to understand the great thing about Ted Cruz's Can- Cancun Cruz's lie this week was that he served up this lie so egregiously. He was interviewed in the airport, thought he was going to get away with it. He really 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 did. Mm-hmm. And in you know, in telling his lie, he was like, "Okay, he's a lawyer. You know, he went to Harvard, he went to Princeton." He knows how to legally frame an argument where I didn't say what you think I said, but I said enough to make you think I said what I want you to think I said. And in that, in, in those terms, what did he ultimately say? He said, I'm flying back today. Not, I plan to fly back today. I, you know, not, I was going to fly back today. I just flew down to see them off and then returned to do my job because blah, 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 He wants to infer that without implying that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, he wants, yeah, he wants you to infer it without him implying it. And so everybody, all of his buddies, walked right into this rake. Sean Hannity gives him a rehab interview, doesn't know. Cruz does not <laughs> give him the heads up. Oh,
3: I missed
5: that.
2: Does not give him the heads up. I'll see if I can find that one for uh, to play as well. Um, but But Don Jr. also walks into this and this and listen to this this is class this is how everybody came you know the the ones that came to help ted all sound alike ted cruz a little bit i see the new well they don't all sound coked out of their minds but you know what i mean
6: going out there right now uh they're trying to you know cancel him he took a family vacation now Obviously, we understand sometimes the optics of that right now
2: isn't ideal. And for those of you just listening on radio, know that is not the new voice of Fozzie Bear, which isn't as funny as the old voice of Fozzie Bear. That's Don Jr.
6: I don't know. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, he's a senator. He doesn't manage crises in states. That's a (laughs)
2: That's, that's... The, the, I am not capable of helping angle from the Republicans is extraordinary. ...governor's job. He's a federal employee. They mostly vote on things. So... Yeah, that's what federal employees do. He's, I'm not he's got a jump weird like,
3: and also for people just listening, he's got a real weird cocaine jaw thing going.
2: Yeah, he's shooting up at his you know, we're getting full nostril view right now, which is a mistake. Um,
3: but he also just sounds and like... also, what about the senators that are actually currently helping Texas from their right. own states? They're, yeah. they're House representatives, who only
2: represent small districts that are doing more for Texas than Ted Cruz. But, but I mean, let's all listen to this knowing that stuff
3: and And everybody i'm sorry one more more thing everybody listening to this right now is doing more for texas than ted cruz right
2: absolutely it's i mean this is stunning so hold on
6: to cancel the guy uh, for taking his kids on a vacation. Again, maybe it's not the ideal time. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal.
3: Maybe it's not the ideal time. <laughs> it's
6: not the ideal time. whack wacka, whack <laughs> uh, Quite certainly it's not, but like, give me a break. That they're spending more time focusing on this than they are, you know, governors just flagrantly disregarding their executive orders shutting down states, et cetera, shows you how ridiculous things are.
3: Now, if I were a Trump, that's a real that's a very reachy. What about there?
2: Yeah, it is. It's what he's talking about is like the like Newsom going to that uh, dinner party uh, where everybody was wearing masks until they ate and everybody had been tested and all that kind of stuff. But the optics were bad. But you'll notice that Newsom stayed in the state wasn't there during working hours and didn't leave during the fires to do that. You know what I mean? You would have to have an equivalent where um, all of a sudden Gavin Newsom happens to have a house where the fire is, so decides to move his entire house to the Amazon for the weekend where it's nice and damp and then moves it back when he's caught. Like, I am. Uh, you know, I'd come up with a nickname for
6: something like this. Like, maybe... Oh, and he goes, by the way, he said, if I was a Trump and I am for something like this. Like, maybe, I don't know, Cancun Cruz. It's funny. Okay? But, like... okay." Honestly, I can't get on this bandwagon trying to cancel the guy. It's totally
2: ridiculous. Dude, you're actually bringing up. I mean, do they not need to, like, just slam on. Ted Cruz more, you know what I mean? It's bad enough what Trump called his wife and and the the, the allegations that a he can't run for president because he's Canadian and you know and his dad helped Castro kill
3: JFK. And all he's this- the Zodiac killer, yeah. You know, I think that the well, that's the, true though. The state of the Zodiac killer is really looking to distance themselves from Ted Cruz. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they're like, um, the, you
2: know, it's so like, like oh, all we'll
4: take the heat.
3: Yeah, all the
2: Zodiac uh documentaries on Netflix now start with a Ted Cruz is not the Zodiac Killer. Please keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> like people are Somebody people are like, I'm gonna again. watch a documentary about the Zodiac Killer. But not if Ted Cruz is in it. I don't wanna be that creeped out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um Cruz. It's funny. Okay,
6: but like Okay. Honestly, I can't get on this bandwagon trying to cancel the guy. It's totally ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. They should focus on the things that matter. They should focus on people in power who could actually affect
2: change in a crisis. Yes. Ted Cruz, for the record, in a crisis is useless. And and by the way, uh, I you know, I brought this up yesterday on my live stream. But like one of the things you can do as a senator, and I don't want to, you know, For any new senators out there, maybe I can be a, a bit of help, is that when you've been in office for a while and you've been a presidential contender, you actually ran and all that stuff, you know other senators in nearby states who sometimes experience similar weather. And a lot of times when you get hit less than they get hit, you can call them and say, you know, we're on committee and you guys were saying, you know, during your infrastructure thing that you have all these bulldozers and stuff. Is there any way? Do you guys have any water that, you know, you use, you know, that FEMA's yeah. allocated for you guys They'll that you don't need? Can you look? Because FEMA will, you know, Texas isn't the only state hit by this stuff. So FEMA's not just dealing with Texas. It's just the squeaky wheel right now.
3: So what you do is. Is there truth that he left his dog behind?
2: Yes, he left the dog. Ancient. But, 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 in all fairness, he had his uh, um, security detail provided for him by the taxpayer feed the dog while he, while they were gone. And, yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, n- no word on who's feeding the security detail. Oh wait, the I'm sorry. The American taxpayer is paying that guy to feed Ted Cruz's dog while he's in Mexico. It just gets worse. Okay. And and by the way, Don jr's assertion that this is somehow absurd and not worthy of a conversation is is yeah. just as embarrassing
6: not people who work and legislate from DC doesn't make sense it's a double standard we'll ha- always have to live up to but let's be real I'm happy to call out someone even the people on our side if they screw up but honestly in my opinion mm-hmm. this is not
2: one of those times no th- yeah according to Don jr, the, the heir apparent to the Trump fortune and the Trump political world, I mean, because Ivanka's not going to run, um, you know, so the the second member in the Trump Pez dispenser. Um, th- there are times to call out politicians for what they do. This ain't one.
3: This is not one of those times. This is not one of those
2: times. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Um, wow. I don't know why. That, um, wow, wow. It's uh, hard to Whoa. understand. That's, by the way, for those listening, that's Mike Lindell, um, the, the My Pillow guy, Mike Pillow, um, from his own documentary. Um, yeah, so th- we got to take a break. Um, and there, the fallout from this, the recognition—again, this is not about the. This is not just about. Ted Cruz being Ted Cruz. This is about the Republican Party jumping in because the Republican, you know, the Democrats, we tend to broom our own even before they deserve it sometimes, just out of optics. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but in the, in terms of the Republican Party, they could not go move fast enough to to do this. Like they could not back Ted Cruz fast enough. And and the irony is nobody in Texas is. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide, on WCPT Radio Chicago's Progressive Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, patreon.com slash howlsparks, or you can support us uh, by uh, liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel at infotainmentwars.com, and then, of course, uh, twitch.tv slash howlsparks. If you're on Amazon Prime, you can subscribe there for free. And uh, if you use Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost you a dime, and it helps support the show. Thanks very much. We'll be back right after this.
1: Okay, so if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, consider our sponsor BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp seeks to provide professional help with ease. It's not a crisis line. This is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. Start communicating in under 48 hours, connecting in a safe, private, online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever works for you. Anything you share is Confidential, and if you want to try a new therapist, it's simple and free to switch. BetterHelp says they're more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelpcom Sexy Liberal. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Go to BetterHelp, that's H E L slash Sexy Liberal, and receive 10% off your first month. betterhelpcom Sexy Liberal now let's
5: get back to House sparks radio program mega worldwide
2: but oh my gosh somebody's joining us at the top of the hour i'm so excited i we're like it's for real oh it's for real and he's he's here early so i feel like i gotta bring him in i just gotta say hi he's already he's having his cup of coffee i could see his smiling face in the in the i'm so excited I'm too excited about so it. I'm so excited. I, I know uh, Johnny Million is excited. I'm excited. We're gonna we'll tease it. We got three minutes before the break, um, so let's bring him on right from. Oh my God! Yes, uh, Twisted Sister and Widowmaker, which uh, Johnny and I saw live in Chicago. It's Dee Snider joining us right now Holy live on the program. I
7: can't believe it. How are you? In, in, I'm good with the most boring background possible. No, it's for a heavy metal rock. That's,
2: so he's an, he's a no, I think it's kind of like you know how they repainted the apartment in American Psycho, and he came back to see if the body was still there. It's exactly that color scheme. I actually think it's more frightening. I've become more
7: fr- <laughs> giving it away.
2: I got today on the May, ladies and gentlemen, D. Snyder. know no, a going on
7: below by. by, by. That's right. That's right. Action bodies and stuff.
2: (laughs) So um, D and and it's just a tease for you guys. You uh, guys who are listening on the right. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited to talk to you both about um, the a little bit about the shut up and sing world that we're in 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 an ironic sense the the flip flop that came over the last years because you obviously during the break if people don't know I recommend you go straight to the internet and look up the PMRC hearings and you'll know why mm-hmm. this is you know beyond just uh, me and Johnny Million fanboying to have D on today and and the idea that in many ways quarantine COVID and all these things have made us all a little more engaged because you can't avoid the funnel of life that, you know, we're all sharing the same information. Right. And, and you've had to deal with this, you know, like a lot of people and you have not backed down in this. And I'm very impressed. You know, I've always been impressed by you, but I'm impressed by your like pushback. Like, Hey, if you can't be a fan and believe, you know what I believe, then cool. Bye.
7: <laughs> yes. Very, very simple. It's very simple.
2: Yeah, it's it's straight. So I'm we're we're going to tease this up because we got to take a break, and then we're going to start at the top of the hour. Uh, we got about five minutes uh, behind the scenes. If you if you want to rush over to to YouTube or Twitter or uh, Twitch or any of the you know the, the fountain of internets and webs, we'll talk during the break with uh, D a little bit, and then we'll be back on the air with them at the top of the hour. This is the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. W- cpt820.com.com. We'll be back right after this.
4: Three, two, one. You're listening to the House Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. I've had people walk out of me before, but not I always being such nervous. A... Video streaming. I don't care for you or for the pupus like you're troweling out.
7: A space full fimp
4: true progressive talk. It might be a good time for you guys to give up. Welcome to the
2: show, everybody. And welcome to our guest, Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister and his own solo work and uh, Widowmaker and um, uh, Strangeland. Uh, I mean, you're an all around dude. Um, and just thanks for being here, man. Uh, we... Get
7: ready, by the way. Get ready, boys, because I'm just finishing my next solo album. For Napalm, which uh, I, I hope it will be out by early summer. Uh, yeah, the sledgehammer—you'll mm-hmm. uh, be, be pleased. Jamie Jost at the helm again. Uh, Great. This one will well, tell you. Don't tell anybody. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. the, the, t- the title—the entire album is "Leave a Scar."
3: Nice. Nice.
7: And um, <laughs> the title is what the album's called. And um, it's uh, yeah. And uh, anyway, it's it's very and a lot of inspiration taken from what's happening in the world today. You know, mm-hmm. I mean very you can't not absorb this and and, and if you're a House Parks or a D Snyder, uh shoot it back out at people right. in a very powerful way. So I'm doing it in a very metallic way. Yes, um, indeed. And for, so, the, yeah. for those for
2: people that don't know, uh for the love of metal, uh was the last album D put out with the you know, with the same uh that with napalm, and I, I got the album pre-order just for the record. Um, you know, pun, no pun intended, um, because I knew it would be slamming. And I'm super, like, I would buy this one already just from you talking about doing the vocals for it a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to hear it. And I, and tell me a little bit about the inspiration part of it because. You've obviously been watching the news and we've all been dealing with, you know, you have bands like Megadeth and stuff being around for a long time. And then we experience a mass death event in the United States and the way people handle it or dismiss it or, you know, become completely, you know, afraid of it or 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 disassociate. There's a lot of ways to handle this. What was what was the moment where you started writing songs that were about what we're all experiencing in this?
7: Well, the the, the, the writing process and starting up the album uh, uh, with my band and Jamie Jasta at the helm again, uh, it started right around during COVID. Yeah. And also during the political, after the election. That's when we were really gearing up, after the election mm-hmm. and all the shit. Going to go down, mm. and luckily we. By the way, luckily your your connection
2: censored you, so we don't have to drop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's regular yeah, radio rules. Radio. Wink, wink. It's just oh, you know. For telling me
7: that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good no, I thought it was a podcast or something. No, no, okay. no. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> we're good. Uh, I can I can control with break. I know.
4: Uh,
7: <laughs> you know I'm very good with that. But um, one of the things that really just is a, the apathy. Mm-hmm. I'm really just not seeing the pushback from, I'll say, our side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one credit I'll give to the other side, the extreme right, mm-hmm. is they open their freaking mouths. Not not getting mm-hmm. violent. That's where you cross the line. But they speak up. Yeah. And for the most part, uh, people mm-hmm. on the, the left or on the center just sort of go quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you got to... Shout just as loud. You got to. You got to go take and and there's a song on the record called "Stand" mm-hmm. and um, and 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 the, yeah. the chorus line, which I'm uh, is don't leave your mark, leave a scar. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's where the title of the album comes from, "Leave a Scar." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's, it's just and I dealt with. I, you mentioned the Senate hearings in the '80s. Yeah. I, when they asked me to come testify, I said, I'll take the flag. I'll lead the charge. And when I got there, it was me, Frank Zappa, John Denver, and with, with you know, and nobody else. Yeah. Nobody was like, what happened to the industry? What happened to the bank? It's babes? really well where documented
3: the- in your, uh, the, there's a biography available um, called We Are Twisted Sister. That's yeah. It's got a really good chunk on that. Mm hmm. About well, you looking around and saying, where did everybody go? Yeah.
7: Yeah. And I was really disheartened that people, the, the fans, and the, were so apathetic. And the bands went and took this riding the fence kind of. Well, I don't want to offend anybody, right? Like, you know, yeah. Right, look, I get the other, you know, you're, you're just, you, know you, can, you, don't, you don't want to be shooting your mouth off all the time, but sometimes you gotta take a stand. Yes, man.
2: absolutely. Look,
7: there, important time in our history, and not the time to be sitting back and saying, well, let me see what happens, or I'll let things sort themselves out. No, it wasn't that time. So there's a lot that motivated a lot of a lot of this, the, the writing on the album well I, you know but you're in a
2: unique position as am i in a lot of ways in that like you and i are who we are online we're not nameless trolls with anime icons covering for who we are and we're really you know you know a dude who works in the white house pretending to be like i'm a local texan who cares you know but we, we are once we say our piece we're open for a line of attack That is different from even the average citizen who could, if they decided to, just change their name online and nobody would be the wiser because they don't, you know, so there is a there is a bit of a plank walk that happens when you decide. And, you know, is there has I'm sure there's been a time where you're like, okay, do I post this? Yeah. Yeah, I post this. You know, do I say this? Do I go out on this limb? You know, those are moments that I, you know, because not everybody, nobody did show up. That was the point that you did. And you look back and there was a bunch of people who there was, you know, there was a hitch in their get along. They just did not. They're like, I don't know. And you didn't. And that that's there has to be a moment where you make that decision. What's that like for you? Where does that come from inside you?
7: Well, in the eighties, with the Senate hearings, it was without there was no hesitation. Mm-hmm. I just assumed, in right. my infinite stupidity, that everybody, everybody was yes, we're doing this. Yeah, you know, come on, guys, guys. right? A, <laughs> right. Where is everybody? It was like you know Belushi charging out of the room at Animal House. Ah, you know, and nobody followed.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So, right.
7: Idiot. So you know. So that. Post that, it was like, wow, Mm -hmm. that was not a smart career move on on the immediate level. There was a lot of negativity that went with that, uh, and it caused problems for me. Mm -hmm. Long term, I have no regrets, and also it sort of made this sort of like legendary. Yeah, the only survivor was actually there. Yeah. So, um, so that this time out, I now I know. I know know I'm not going to, I'm going to be, I could be going to this dance alone, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know that people are not, you know, and and a lot of them are actually verbalizing, you know, uh, I think musicians, you know, we should just, you know, I don't want to take a side. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to name names, Right. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, side. you know, and uh, you know, and Alice Cooper, people reprinting him saying musicians shouldn't speak about politics. Right. <laughs> the guy sang a song called "Elected." Yes. Elected. Yes. So it was, a, it was a, okay, but anyway. Right. Um, but, the, in, but in you terms know, you of posting and, and you just you go, you know what? I'm crossing this line. Yeah. And now I'm all in.
2: Yeah, you it's it's old. always struck me as ridiculous when people are like, you know, singers especially shouldn't voice their opinion about the life we currently live in. Meanwhile, uh, uh, you you have an audience full of Plumbers and construction workers and, and uh, you know, traffic light repairmen and women and, uh, you know, doctors and lawyers and all these people. And you're and they, they're singing along with your song. And at no point does the singer go, hey, guys, guys, leave the singing to me. Stay in your lane. <laughs> like, if you want to write a legal brief in the middle of my show, knock yourself out. But honestly, don't come into my arena, you know, shut up and lawyer like nobody does that with their audience. And yet there's. <laughs> (laughs) You know what I mean? It's
7: a unique fence that's put around artists, and and it's it's just—it's just—it's woefully wrong. So you're allowed to shoot your mouth off endlessly, plumber, right? But because I'm a entertainer, I'm not allowed equally to say what I. Right. Think. Yeah, and, so, and, and I got a inspiration. A, <laughs> a talk about inspiration. This album called Open Season, mm-hmm. and it was Jamie Johnson's idea. He was watching me on social media, and he said. These people, they come at you and he says, Oh my God. And you just like level them and like, you know, and then you just <laughs> bang them into the ground and then they're just, just dust. So they <laughs> got me duck getting you know, shot in the face with a gun. <laughs> so he said, We need to do a song called Open Season. And the first line is, Hey, mother effer, are you kidding me? Right. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, like, that's the world we live in. You're like, You're coming at me like Do you know, have any idea? What I do, who I am. Do you know who Hal is? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I watch you go handle these people. It's like seriously, do they know nothing about you, Hal Sparks? Yeah, right. Do They know nothing about you. <laughs> Celebrity duets—they're only insight into you. That's right. Yeah, it's just it's, okay. that's where you and I. They think
2: you and I just once stood in front of uh, David Foster and and uh, Little Richard, and we're like, huh. You know, that's like, no, it, it's a little deeper than that. Although I will have, I have to say, since you brought it up and we're right at the break point, can you stay with us for one more segment? You know, can you do that? I'm,
7: I'm sure. I told my wife it was an hour, but whatever you got. Oh man.
2: Cool. Well then. All right. Yeah, that was a mistake on your part. I'm just saying, cause that's exactly how much we have left in the show. <laughs> um, no, we're, uh, we're going to take a break right now. We'll back with uh, Dee Snyder, but I have to say sharing a stage with you, my friend is one of the proudest moments in my life and was for both Johnny and Million and I to, just Talking about the fact that it was happening at the time was a jaw drop in my existence. Mm-hmm. It really was. I'm not. I mean, uh, like, period. End of story. It's nice when it's it's nice when you meet your heroes and they're everything you hoped they would be. And and do you are that? We'll be back right after this. Enough sucking up. We'll just talk like normal people after this. I promise. All right. We'll be back right after this. Oh. It's the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Um, don't forget uh, Patreon.com/slash Hal Sparks and of course uh um like and subscribe thumbs up and all that stuff we'll be back
3: yeah this is tom herman and you're listening to the hal sparks radio program mega worldwide on chicago's progressive talk wcpt
2: I have to say, uh, the conversations during the break are worth subscribing to the YouTube channel just on its own, infotainmentworth.com. I'm I'm just saying.
3: Yeah,
7: the good stuff happened while you were at the commercial break. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Boy,
2: boy, did it. Um, But, you know, know, in keeping with what we were talking about during the first break, when you first entered the show, which was kind of sidelined from what we're talking about. And I think it's important because we're talking about going out on a limb and there's you know in a world of like current anti-vaxxers where people are going the science this is science that works and they're against it there's another side which is an area that science hasn't fully explored that deserves exploration and you were bringing up the um this is the second annual uh thank you plant medicine day um and the you know a lot of people may know that or, may, or maybe they don't, that you and I are both teetotalers. We're both, you know, what would used to be called straight edge. Um, I don't drink or do any drugs whatsoever. Never have. You've never been high that I'm aware of other than the stage experience, you know, that you get when you're up there.
7: Um, yeah, I, and, uh, yeah. And, and I, this, I, this, actually, this is actually, there's a video I do with my family on Instagram and Facebook, check it out. And I talked specifically about that. I said, you know, I lived there in the decade of decadence and never got high. Yeah, never did any drugs, never drank, no hallucinogens, no marijuana, certainly no plant medicines. right. And yet in the last several years, my entire family, my, including my wife, uh, have got very involved with plant medicines and had, have had miraculous personal experiences with me- mental health and physical health.-hmm. That as an outside observer, I could not deny that what I've seen and what I've experienced. Right. And I've tried to. And so I'm becoming an ambassador for medicines. And because I think, and, and I'm seeing it by the reactions, people go, they're taking it a little more serious because I'm not a participant. And I'm not that guy who, you know, um, I'm not Woody Harrelson or, right. or uh, you well, know, or, or one of these chronic pot smokers. I'm not saying not anything wrong with you. But uh, I'm that guy who goes, no, I don't do that. But this is for real what's happening. And this it has value. It is important.
2: I think that's and I think that's the value of the statement you bring to it, because I was always dragged along for the, you know, I, and I supported them. But I was always asked along for the uh, legalized or decriminalized marijuana stuff that I did with Danny Glover and Melissa Etheridge and others in the state of California and other states, because uh, for I mean, on a basic level, you're like, look. A nonviolent pot user, we're throwing them in jail. And for the cost of having them in jail for a year, we could have two teachers in the school budget. Do you understand, like, the value versus what you're getting in normal, just fiscal responsibility? Like, that just makes sense to me. And they're not a danger to society. There's even an argument they're not harming themselves within limits. So why would I do that? Why would I have this prohibition um, behavior that would build up gangs in the same way that, you know, Al Capone ruled Chicago? So... I was as an I I had benefit instead of Bill Maher, somebody who's obviously just arguing for their own usage. Like he just they just don't want to be hassled by the cops. But I gave a voice to it in a way that I was like,
7: yeah. Yes. Or at least it appears that way. Or at least people can write it off as that. Yes. I don't think that's necessarily fair to say. It is about Bill. In all cases, <laughs> you know, whether I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. I He has an appreciation for it. But I don't think it's just, I like to get hood. I think they really have a respect for it. But for you yes. to say it, it's just had a gravitas yeah. because they don't expect us. Just to to endorse it but right. you know what i was never anti-drugs or anti-alcohol i'm anti-a-holes yeah you know if you're capable of maintaining some of my closest friends were out of there well let let me kill mr mm-hmm. we had an incredible friend relationship that guy was maintaining at a level people can't even imagine right. during his lifetime yeah and yet but he always was Lemmy and under you know under control and and he re- he respected that it wasn't a choice for me I respected his choice so it's not let's be clear I'm not anti drugs yeah. alcohol not right for me and you know and right. to each his own. And that, but that that's a
2: strange yeah you have to understand that's a very strange perspective in our modern culture in a lot of ways and in right now you know in in the political world a lot of even though you and i are seen as as leftists by the right in a lot of ways what we're arguing for is functional government so we could all get on with the business of not being businessy and in, uh, you know. Uh, we, it's not like we're looking for everybody to live a bank manager's life that's not the purpose it's that you need it you need this system operating and run by people who care and really want the benefit the best for everybody even if they don't agree with them in you know in on political terms so that the rest of us can get on with making music, making comedy you know delivering content that people like making films and the like you know and and it's the same thing with drugs most people are either <laughs> for it and in it or against it in that very distinct line and uh, you know it's it, you being in that ambassador is kind of the fascinating part so you were you were saying that like your family's had an experience with this um, incredible
7: yeah incredible and it's I, it you know again you know I'm an outside observer i'm not in the Maloka right where they in ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. um my son Cody who's a film director uh, he starts his first movie uh, they start filming in may with uh with margot Robbie may. and michael Shannon. um mm-hmm. uh, he had ADhD chronic ADhD not just this you know let's medicate the kids stuff mm-hmm. and he struggled with the meds struggled with trying to find a, it just, he would, he's a writer director and he would sit in front of a computer some days and just be unable to move, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, he went and, and he got into brain mapping and, and, and the almond clinic where they use magnets to try to, and he had all these dead spots in his brain from, uh, from the uh, sport accidents during his, his childhood. Mm-hmm. And he had his brain, brain map before he went to do ayahuasca in Peru uh when he came back not only was he cured of ADHD but uh the brain, they mapped his brain again not knowing he had done ayahuasca as a matter of fact the clinic was anti-ayahuasca mm-hmm. uh and they said wow uh, uh, the dead spots are fixed mm-hmm. they're gone and yeah. they were mystified how mm-hmm. that happened. how did the brain Reroute itself into synapses and whatever, and he hasn't had ADHD since. That was miraculous, right? Two of my kids from depression, and they was cured through plant medicine. Mm-hmm. My wife had chronic stomach issues her whole life, and we were under a nutritionist care um, when she went and did ayahuasca. The, the it was it was gone. Mm. It is, there, her chronic stomach issues were gone, and when our nutritionist, who did not know as a regular medical doctor, did her blood work post ayahuasca, he was mystified. He said, "It's like the blood work of a different person." Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, eye, so I, know what happened. Right, you right, did right. ayahuasca? Holy <laughs> crap. Yeah, you well, know, and um, so, it's, so it's it's a miracle plan
2: Well, I you know. It's not the first time that science has either uh, stiff-armed something they should be studying um, or accepted perhaps something that they shouldn't be, you know, and, in terms of... L- look at opioids right now. We're all hearing about how OxyContin OxyCodone, which are derivative opioid drugs made by pharmaceutical companies from a plant medicine, both used for, you know, uh, tripping and for uh, medicinal purposes all over the, year, you know, the earth for time immemorial. Right? Right. And literally the Bear Aspirin company created heroin, right Heroin is a brand name for an opioid and it was named that for its heroic effects on pain. So it, it, you know, maybe maybe science was just burned at one point because they made this big mistake with heroin by cr- concocting this thing, chasing this thing, and then there was just a from now on, it's only stuff we can make chemically in a lab, you know, and that doesn't have any of this history to it perhaps. But the now that we're entering a phase of trusting science, I think it's a, a great It could be the dawning of an era where science looks into these things without fear or favor, not expecting it to turn out the way people are saying, but not afraid that, oh, yeah, we did tests on ayahuasca. We did controlled clinical trials on the benefits of it. We did, you know, brain scans before and after we did, uh, you know, we we looked at people's blood work. We understood what part of ayahuasca is beneficial. Maybe there's a way of, of, like we've done with other things, uh, you know, removing the psychotropic aspects of it, like CBD oil has caught on in a lot of ways. You know, initially they couldn't even look into the benefits that pot brought to a lot of people because you weren't even allowed to look at it for, you know, because you'd lose your license. And so some of that, you know, is, is I think part of that unique thing. And I think why. You know, for a better lack of a better phrase, brand ambassadors on exploration and not being afraid, like yourself, and to some degree myself. Like, I'm not interested in using this. I'm not just doing this. And by the way, earlier when I was talking about people who just want to cover for their own use, I was only talking about Bill Maher in that moment. <laughs> Everybody else were pretty good about it, but it was clear that he was like, I just don't want to get hassled in my house. Like, it was so personal, and that's why nobody listens to him when he argues it. That's the problem. So. <laughs> When, <laughs> when you do know yeah let's and and uh, yeah somebody in our chat was saying let's science this let's science the the s out of this as the the Martian once said you know there's there's value in looking into this stuff
7: you know, mm-hmm.
2: whoops we froze for a second yes it's, yeah. it's got to be there you go. there's
7: got to be an actual chemical reaction yeah something that can be broken down scientifically is that this is what occurred during this what with when this plant Whatever was in this plant came into your body. It caused this reaction. And this is great. Let's science the F out of it. Yeah. You right. know, that's what we need to do.
2: Exactly. It's like, and, and this is where we find out that in Star Trek, that little thing that they wave over you was actually science but, from ayahuasca. <laughs> it's, it's an ayahuasca ray, they figured out. You know, and so McCoy just had an ayahuasca ray and he just over you and that's what does it but we until we dare to look we won't be able to find out so <laughs> <laughs> um we're we got to take another break well, one uh thing, yeah. please. People... Yeah. Oh, right, go that? ahead no no no, no. Uh, i think I'm you were going right. to say well, like say that, don't do that, this that, unguided right don't do yeah, it right. right
7: yes yes just like you an need and not just care yeah, some guidance with this to do it correctly. It's not just something you can order and yeah. just start eating. Eyewash. We are so not
2: we're we are arguing you know? we're arguing for science to do its due diligence. Not everybody to race down to some like pup tent in South America and start doing whatever they hand you in a bowl. That's not that's you know that's not what we're looking for. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this with more of D. Snyder, Johnny Million. Uh, this is Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. I know which hour is going to be the podcast this weekend, though. Exactly when they turn it. Into- <laughs> and, and,
7: and, Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah. I'm Dick Kay from Back on the Beat, and here is the mega worldwide radio program with Hal Sparks.
2: Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got Dee Snyder still with us. And Richard Ojeda from No Dem Left Behind is also joining us as well. And I am so happy to make this introduction because, uh, Richard, uh, first of all, as always, thank you for your service. Um, it, it's the same thing I say to Dee, actually, in a lot of ways. Um, but um, you share a last name with uh, one of uh, Dee's uh, original bandmates of Twisted Sister. Um, and yes. that was an exciting point for you, uh, Richard Ojeda from uh, No Deadline. Yeah, Eddie yes, Orlando.
4: Orlando. that's right. Hey, it, it, it absolutely was. That's awesome, D. Snyder. Yes. Holy smokes! Yes.
2: Yes. Um, just Thank so, you. for the record, we're, um, and, and I don't know, D, if you're aware, but, uh, Richard has his own, uh, podcast and he shows up. He, he does, uh, Stuttering John's. That's how we were introduced. He does Stuttering John's podcast sometimes. And he has an organization called No Dem Left Behind. And the idea is, behind it is sort of, you know, it's a grassroots coalition of, uh, you know, Democrat support for, you know, people in red and purple districts who are normally going to get the funding. And so they're, they create this situation where you're like, don't be afraid to go into these States where allegedly you're not welcome and make your point. Make, you know, stand up for what you believe in. I think I'm just saying there might be a new theme song for the organization on the new D record. Uh,
7: yeah. <laughs> no D, I- D record. When you hear my new record? I've got a song on it called "Stand," mm-hmm. which is literally stand for something. You know, just just and and really, you know, with uh, hell, yeah. You know song wise, and it sometimes shoots me in the face like Daffy Duck. I you know, it, I think it's important that you leave it a little bit open for interpretation. Yeah, so we're not going to take it. Has been used and exploited by both sides, right? And and women's premenopausal medication. You know, <laughs> so and that's you know so. Uh, and I'm telling people what to stand for. I'm just trying to tell people, just freaking stand up. Yeah. God me, damn it. Let, 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 is me this
4: is yeah. right. let me say something here. Yeah. Let me say something here. In 2017, I was a state senator in West Virginia. And it was my speech that lit the match on the teacher strike. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you this. There was nothing more. I mean, hit you in the chest. When I was in the Senate chambers with the doors locked. Mm-hmm. We had 28,000 teachers standing outside in the hallways and they were singing. We're not going to take it. Right. It was freaking phenomenal.
2: Yeah. The, the teachers strike in and of itself. I mean, yeah, exactly. And so there should be that interpretation aspect of it. Music should be you know, within reason. Obviously, the QAnon folks are in a case all their own and they seem to be uh, they, they seem to be like their their superpower seems to be misunderstanding normal things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taking normal things and. Yeah. Let
7: me tell you saying, the only the only time I object in the first line of what I'm going to take it is we've got the right to choose. Yes. Now I am pretty on the nose. There's nothing metaphorical about that line. No. I was being very deliberate with those words. Pro choice. Yeah. If so these organizations who are anti pro choice, I simply reach out to them and say, Do you know the words? Right. And yeah. they're like, what? Well, yeah, we're not gonna take it. I said, No, the first line, we got the right to choose. Oh my god. And they stopped using it immediately. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't stand for freedom of choice, yeah, I've got a problem with that. But otherwise, it's you know, it's it's a song for every. Te-
2: technically speaking, if you don't stand for freedom of choice, you kinda don't stand for freedom. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if there is a function of freedom, it's sort of the ability to make a decision on your own. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right, yeah, right. It's, it's a little, you know, we're, being pro-choice and anti it is you know, is pro-freedom at its root. I've always been confused by their use of the flag. Now this is, you know, I, and by the way, I know Richard's still just fanboying. We we got all ours out of the, uh, uh,
7: you know,
3: Hey, hey, hey Richard, hey for yourself, oh, I still I'll, got I'll some do, in I'll, the chamber. Mm-hmm. I'll do your
7: show, man. i would love to come on your podcast. Hell yeah!
2: Airborne, airborne. So yeah, and Johnny still got some in the in the chamber for that as well. I'm, you know, yes. you know. When you're talking about, uh, you know, Richard as being, a, you know, as a state senator, you know, helping to lead this and, and D, making this choice to go in front of Congress or to be open about your political beliefs, because I don't think... I know some people, art-wise, like to remove it for the sake of that interpretation. But then there's some people, you know, where you just can't. You can't listen to some people's lyrics and go, you know, you you can't listen to a Queensryche record like Empire and go, I don't know where they stand politically. I don't know what their concerns are. Like, literally in the song Empire, he's singing the budget allocation for education and law enforcement. In the song, there's literally, (laughs) instead of a song, Yeah. So um, that choice to, you know, um, and since we're talking about choice in that regard, to stand out there, I think, what would you say to people who are afraid of making that choice of, uh, you know, of of standing literally to motivate them to feel free to be themselves fully that, you know, um, what would be your advice on that? You know, those, uh, you know, whether it's baby steps or the reality, how do you because I think you guys both and I certainly do. And I know Johnny does. You look at the world slightly differently. I, I think we all share one thing and that we feel like we belong in the world in a way that maybe we don't sometimes, you know what I mean? In spite of the wall put up by, by people, as an you know, you feel like an outsider who's just destined to be in, in that regard. And maybe it's how, you know, how we were in high school. Maybe it's just, you weren't always an outsider. Like, but what's that, what's your advice to people who want to, you know, who feel all these things, but are a little afraid to make that stand deep, you know, first. And then Richard, yeah. Wow. Right?
7: Uh, you know, it, that's a, that's really a tough one, but mm-hmm. certainly if the Dr. Phil, uh, <laughs> repeated quote, how's it work? How's that working out for you? Right. Like, you're know, sitting back, sitting back and like letting the things just happen. How's that working for you? Right. You're like happy with, with how you feel, you know, and it, when you realize that you're not, mm-hmm. you know, that's the first time thing you say. And there are ways to stick your toe in the water and with, and, and get involved without being, a screaming lunatic like I can be sometimes, <laughs> uh, I mean, but you know, just you know, get behind people like me and Richard and Hal and yeah. you know, people who are voices and support us in in what we're doing and what we're saying. It's a simple, yeah, what he said, yeah, right. You know. That goes a long way. Mm-hmm. A retweet, a, a like, a, mm-hmm. a sharing of something, of a message. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't have to be standing on on the on the soapbox yourself, but you can at least cheer those on who are who are
2: standing on right. Soapbox. Right. There's a power in audience. You know, is that you we do vote with our dollars these days. These mm-hmm. days, like we do. We you know, I I often make a point of like I have a lot of music tastes, but in my life there there's music I have and music that I buy and music that I own and there's certain music that i own i'll buy three different versions of that of a certain record like i I have you know the digital cassette and l p version of uh, most if not all all I think all of your stuff d all i'm pretty sure all um because i don't have i don't don't think i I don't think i have an lp of widowmaker i have a cd of it but i don't know that you ever did a vinyl release that i'm aware of yeah because if that if if it was i'd have it and we're hoping to do something with that by the way so uh stand by i absolutely and so richard what would you say to people who are like um i mean because you chose to serve that is a That is a life choice of putting yourself, you know, on the vanguard of a circumstance or whatever. And that's a mental space that you occupy maybe naturally, maybe not. Did you talk yourself into it? Did it was, you know, no. Yeah,
4: no. When I was, you know, I spent 24 years in the military. And to be honest with you, all I cared about was. Who promises to give me the most beans and the bullets so that I can accomplish my, you know, this nation's mission Mm -hmm. of winning this nation's wars? Mm -hmm. When I retired from the military and I come home, I started paying more attention to local politics. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided to throw my hat in the ring. And that's where I was almost murdered. You know, I took the pipe to the back of the head and ate broken bones in my face with brass knuckles because I stood up. To mm-hmm. these friggin' jackaloons. Mm-hmm. But I tell people all the time, you know, ignorance is bliss, but <laughs> you've got to follow politics. Mm-hmm. More people have got to stand up and start following politics because once you realize what's really going on behind the scenes, you can't sit silent mm-hmm. because this deals with your, the future of your children. And, and we need more people to pay more attention and stop falling for this garbage that we see that gets basically fed to these people on a national scale. I'm mean, mm-hmm. just queuing on stuff alone. Mm-hmm. tells you how, how, how some of these people will fall for anything, mm-hmm. but people have got to start getting involved because if we don't, they are going to continue to win. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, once they get, you know, like West Virginia, they have a supermajority. They are going after education in our state so bad to where I will tell you public schools are going to have nothing. Mm-hmm. They're going to be completely gutted. And why? Because people because people don't pay attention to politics and all they care about is the guy that knocks on their door that says God gays and guns and they friggin elect them without mm-hmm. knowing anything about him And it's a right. shame we got to be more educated on politics.
2: Well, and that's you know, it's I'm, I'm glad you bring that up, too, because I, I, I have to say, D2, the number of songs that you deal with, like that have to deal with hypocrisy as as a major, like that's what drives me more than anything. Like, I don't care if somebody lives a lifestyle or has a belief system that's different from mine necessarily. I feel like I can talk to them and that it's the hypocrisy that makes me angry. The, like the Ted Cruz stuff that happened this week. I know you guys saw that as it was happening and it's, yeah, it it's, It's brutal, not in just his disregard for his own constituency, but the blatant hypocrisy and the lie he's been putting and the the fact that he would call other people out for years and then do something like this without any regard for the ramifications of it is in and of itself just extraordinary. Like it, and it's enraging. So, um, D, in that, you know, in, in those terms, you know, what's the thing that makes you the most aggravated but is it you know in, in terms of when you see something politically where you're like, that's something I have to
7: jump on. Wow. Well, you know what Richard is saying is 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 absolutely, absolutely true. People aren't paying attention to what's going on. They're watching the, 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 the it's, it's what a magician has. He has something trying to distract you from what's actually going on. Right. And there's a lot of distraction out there. And a lot of politicians, they really play off of that. I think they really work the fact that we're, we're paying attention. We're looking over here. I mean, Trump did. Yeah. He loved just like he was operating, doing his thing. He had this craziness that just kept people focused on the craziness and not the corruption right. that was going on. And people were missing there'd be a misdirection, that's the word. Yes. And and you know what Richard is saying is that we gotta pay attention to what's going on. It's beyond guns gays and God, you know? Mm-hmm. There's they're using that to misdirect you, to, to distract you while there, while other things are happening behind your back. Yeah. Look at look at during the
2: time when, you know, you bring up those things like guns, guts and God were become this like you know, this rally cry, uh, you know, of the right. That was when de- credit default swaps were happening. That's when the lead up, the biggest cries about that stuff, the culture war aspect of it for almost 15 years was in direct lead up while the credit default swap damage was happening that eventually led to the 2008 crash, which caused, you know, uh, obliterated wealth for a lot of middle class people, just, you know, sent a lot of people into poverty, destroyed households, lives ended. And it was all during this time where they were selling this whole thing that Democrats are going to come for your guns and that's the only thing you have to worry about is that the idea that they're going to want that and and the real damage was coming from another front. It was a it was a misdirection. It was the inflated tanks before D Day. It was a whole field full of air, you know, like uh, tank balloons, so that the Luftwaffe would think the tanks were coming from another direction. And that's that is the current Republican methodology, it seems. Go ahead, Richard. I'm, I can tell.
4: But you got to also understand that you know they're doing that now. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they redo this every every so often. But you know, for eight years, we listened to these people attack President Obama for everything from a daggone tan suit to golfing. But then, the moment that Donald Trump takes over, they're completely silent on the fact that he's golfing. Right. And he's actually making a fortune from his golfing. Yeah. I mean, th- you know, it, that's it, it, Trump get Trump got a pass. And that's one of the things people got to understand. If all you do is get your news from one source. Which is Fox News?
2: Oh, now now we've got dumped again. It happens. It's real radio. It's okay. Three, two, <laughs> one, and we're back. It's okay. It keeps the guys in Chicago on their toes. I forgot to tell you, Richard, we're real radio, so we have to do all the FCC rules. We got to take, we, we, and we are going to take a break. By the way, um, we'll come back right after this. It's the Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide with. Uh, um, No Dem left behind. I want to talk about that in the break. And then I want to talk about these new uh, and and, uh, of course, the fact that Johnny just sneezed into his elbow like a proper COVID post-COVID behavior. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we'll be back right after this. Do the the Dracula. Right. Um, we'll, We'll be back right after this.
3: Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide now time for the happy ending yay so uh
2: we always have a happy ending on the show as best we can it's been tough over the last year it really really has but today of all days uh having uh richard on with us and having Dee on with us and me and johnny million just it's yeah it's the culmination of a, a lot of work and i and, and and i want to before we get into our you know we get caught up in the next um conversation about it, i do want to bring up um that uh There's a site called Thank You Plant Medicine that uh, Dee wanted... People to look into, especially when, you know, in terms of the conversation we were having earlier. It's uh,
7: a has- you want guidance, or want to know more.
2: Yeah, it's it's thank you plant um, and the hashtag is thankyouplantmedicine. Now, there's a lot of plant medicines, by the way. I mean, obviously, the 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 higher end psychotropics are gonna uh, get the get the most news because you know if it if it if it bleed if it makes the walls bleed, it leads. <laughs> but but there, you know. Everybody who drinks tea to settle their stomach or, you know, you know, you know, like lemon verbena tea or like lemon honey tea for your throat, like those kind of things. That's plant medicine, too, in its own way. It's just on a different scale. And at certain points, what we need to do. And this is the most crucial part of this, and I can't stress this enough: is we need to start pushing for science to look fearlessly into these things, where the government is not going to shut you down if you do real, genuine clinical study of the benefits of plant medicine, acupuncture, massage, acupressure, whatever. All the you know, all the organic medicines that have shown up in different societies for thousands of years and have had you know have have a giant you. Know, you know list of people who've had efficacy and not had efficacy, and you check them for a pl- pl- uh, placebo and a nocebo effect, and you do the real science. That's what. I believed was necessary about the legalization of pot. And I think there is a value in looking into these things and going, you know what? There's actually a lot of great stuff about it. If we can just remove the part that makes you think that uh, your landlord uh, from, you know, from your college is outside your door with a thousand teeth in his head and a hatchet for arms, you know, like if we can eliminate that part of it, (laughs) maybe just maybe. So, I'm going to post that again for everybody to look at. Um, uh, thank you, plantmedicine.com. And I want to thank Deep for bringing that up. Um, and um, yeah, and then Richard,
4: um, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I, I just want to say real quick, you know, one of the things, you know, it, it, my bill was what made West Virginia the 29th state to become legal for medical cannabis. Mm-hmm. And it was such a hard fight because the truth is, is that, you know, people, big pharma is controlling everything and big pharma, big pharma doesn't want anything. To, to pass without them having their hands in the money, mm-hmm. so you know this is one of the things where you know and you they're know, going to scientists know. too, right? Uh, exactly. Well, when you know that something works, you've got to let your legislators know that yeah. so that they push for that because if not, big pharma will shut it down. Which is they- exactly
2: how can medical can- cannabis ultimately got passed. It's ultimately that's how the conversation started. It was more, it was it was becoming an overt aspect where there were so many people who were using it for pain mediation and all kinds of other stuff who didn't have insurance, by the way. Um, um, that the irony is that the Republicans fighting against things like the ACA eventually led to the fact that people were self-medicating with other things and there was enough um, allegorical evidence, you know, that that led them to eventually having to look into it. And this and a similar thing will happen with a lot of these things. And like I said, literally, bare aspirin was behind uh, the first use, of, major use of, of syndicated opioid use in the United States and the creation of heroin and other painkillers. And and while we're synthesizing Oxycontin and Oxycodone and pretending that they don't come from opium and saying that's what... That they have mined opium for other benefits and have used it willy-nilly. The idea that you can't look into these other things and have scientific studies for their benefits and eliminate any of the you know fantastical aspects of it and, and focus on what's repeatable, what's reusable, what's safe is ridiculous. And I think the next big movement should be to push science to have the freedom, the choice – We've got the right to choose it, one would even say right. um, in that regard. So I, I think that's fantastic. And then and, and then, of course, I want to mention no Democrat left behind, um, no, no dem left behind that movement. And uh, and Richard, the benefit of not being afraid to go into red districts. Um, the, the statement here is rural Democrats. We do exist. It's ama- it's amazing that that has to be like the, the lead, uh, you know, uh, feed on that. But what would you say to somebody who's thinking about running for office and they're like, well, I'm a red state. It's really not going to change. I'm not going to have any support.
4: Well, ultimately, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reach out to these red rural rural districts and we're asking the people that live there. Do you know somebody that could be a candidate that the people could get behind, that we can finally get rid of some of these frigging red seats. Mm -hmm. You know, we can flip these red seats blue. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now, there are amazing candidates out there. We had a candidate by the name of Lindsay Simmons in Missouri Mm -hmm. who absolutely was a Harvard grad, who was phenomenal when it comes to to speaking to folks. Uh, Her husband was a helicopter pilot deployed with a bounty on his head, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she didn't win, but she did a phenomenal job and broke literally records across the state. Right. So, you know, and you know what? We may not be successful this race. But now everybody in the state knows exactly who she is and are now more likely to lean towards her if she runs again, and we sure are hoping that she runs again. That's great.
2: Dee, since we've only got like three minutes left in the show, I
4: want you to describe
2: what was it like, and people should watch the documentary We Are Twisted Sister, by the way, but summarize, just in, in line with what Richard was saying, what you had to go through as a band when you were first starting out before you got a record deal, how many tries did you have to make what was that process like
7: well you know and, and as i said i will tell you an attack on richard T. you build off of the energy of what that woman did in that state she may not have won the election but that the people start building off that energy it's good uh we you know we formed literally the band formed in 73 didn't make it Uh, officially until 84. Right. Uh, I went in 76. Uh, I remember having five go rounds with record labels, five demo tapes, five pushes, five and being rejected by every single record company in the United States five times. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally going to England like Hendrix did, like the Stray Cats did, like Joan Jett did to get signed to an indie label there and then when we broke in England, coming back to the States, and I remember when we came back to the States to perform, people would meet me and say, where's your English accent? Right. And I'm like, what we tell about from New York? They said, well, we read about you. We got the record out of England. We read about you in Kerrang. We yeah. heard about you in England. But it's just—it was a very long struggle. But you keep building off a little bit of success, a little bit of ground you're taking, and until you finally get to where you go. Yeah. And it's not an insurmountable obstacle, you know, to for for a band, for an artist, or for a party to take a, to to make a change where yeah. they you know, where they live. Like, a lot. Every rung in the ladder
2: matters. I want to thank you both for being on. D, uh, love you, brother. Thank you for being there, live from the the American Psycho apartment. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for repainting, covering the the blood on the walls. And Richard, thanks so much for being with us. It was nice to get to hook you guys up. I look forward to you guys, uh, him having uh, him being on your podcast and that conversation. We'll make it happen. Uh, Johnny Million, Johnny Million, love you, man. Uh, like it's nice to share the show with you on days like this, it's especially. Crazy. It's it's crazy. Thanks everybody for listening. Stay tuned for Dick Hay and uh, and we'll do a little bit of a post show after this. Uh, it's the health March Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. We'll see you next weekend.
4: Psycho Thanks,
5: guys. Did you know that a large percentage of the face masks sold on the market today are fraudulent? Many of them claim to have levels of filtration they don't meet, or worse, have literally no filtration at all. A very small number of manufacturers have respirator face mask models that are tested in the U.S. by the NPPTL and authorized by the FDA. Buying a mask model that has been FDA authorized is the best way to ensure you and your family are getting true respirator masks. These masks filter to greater than 95% efficiency and they can be reworn, making them a perfect choice, as wearing masks is one of the key things we can do to keep ourselves and our neighbors safe. Right now, thenewdealshop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with the anti-fake stickers on every single package. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free for our listeners by adding the code sexy liberal. You can even get 10% off the clean phone UV sanitizer for just buying these FDA authorized masks. Go to thenewdealshop.com and now get verified, authenticated FDA authorized KN95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com, thenewdealshop.com, code sexy liberal.